0: Hi, I'm Kristen, and I'm Mike, and we're Lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Triangle and Checkpoint.
1: Which sounds like something a character that is no longer with us would say. Riley, Triangle, Checkpoint!
0: <laughs> he, no, he'd make the hand motions.
1: Yeah, he'd just, just make a little like, triangle with his fingers. And, and the, I'm just what? imagining him doing the itsy-butsy spider. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Valentine's Day is coming up. Yay. Happy Valentine's or Day. Or boo if stackers. you don't like
1: Valentine's Day. I mean. I just you, I never really care.
0: Me neither. But yeah. if if you don't have one, we'll be your Valentine. Aww. Because we love you, stackers. So to celebrate, uh, we've, we've got some Buffy-inspired love poems for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start off. Roses are red. DeHoffrin is blue. Nice. Willow's the best. And Tara makes two.
0: I- God wait, that's the best. <laughs> that's so great. It makes me so happy right yeah, now. It's very sweet. Oh. Uh, my first one is your blood is red. <laughs> your veins are blue. Come join the undead. I'd spend eternity with you.
1: Ooh. I could double <laughs> as a twilight Valentine if you Ew. needed it to. <laughs> no, terrible. <laughs> okay. Um roses are red. The judge is also blue. Anya loves Xander. Has mixed feelings towards you.
0: <laughs> it's so true. Yep. <laughs> like to anybody. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Really. I mean, anybody <laughs> anyone else? Anyone. Fill in the blank. I love that. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'd go black and veiny if anyone hurt you. Oh. <laughs>
1: black and veiny. Um, okay, so my last one. Roses are red. The Queller spits goo. <laughs> Riley's an ass. He went
0: boo-hoo. <laughs> oh, <Riley>. boo-hoo. <laughs> uh. Roses are red. Violets are blue. To be a better man, I travel to Tibet for you. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Breaking the rules a little bit. Uh-oh. A little Uh-oh. bit. Roses are red. Daisies are white. Your brand of crazy suits me just right. Aww. That's for Drusilla.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Aww, that is sweet.
0: And my last one is, Roses are red. I love their smell. Let's pluck them with magic, because I'm under your spell.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> You guys want to make up some valentines? Send them to each other? You have full rights to use those as your valentines just give us like 40 cents each
0: (laughs) that's it Uh, we also heard from some stackers uh from their own poems and they're just wonderful everyone of course went above and beyond Mm -hmm. just the 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 set lyric limerick lyric limerick rhyme scheme that thing fine uh megan (laughs) from chaotic neutral adventures Mm -hmm. sent us roses are red violets are blue a spike and angel sandwich. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Ignoring the terrible Irish accent or the overly peroxide gelled hair that won't dent, <laughs> I'll take my broody and bitey man meat, and hopefully my neck isn't something they eat. Aww. <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah. And then Raven. Raven sent us. Roses are red, violets are blue. Buffy and Angel sure are doomed. Oh. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Willow and Tara sure are doomed. Oh, that's a pattern. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Xander and Anya sure are doomed. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. Giles and Jenny oh, God. sure are doomed. Any others? Roses. Oh, <laughs> it really bother me out. It's for those oh. of us that are are aren't a super fan of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Roses are red, violets are blue. Joyce and that dude, she went out with that one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Sure, For, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, for the win. <laughs> that's great. I love it.
1: That's- if you have other any other uh, doomed poems, feel free to send those as well.
0: Or any Buffy poems, yeah. but yeah, doomed as well. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, Molly and Willow. I'm trying to think of any other couple. Oh my
0: god, that's great! Show. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for sending us your poems. If you think of any more, please keep sending them to us. We absolutely love them. And speaking of stackers, uh, I have to apologize. I'm I'm not the most technological savvy which sounds silly coming from someone who we
1: record this on tin cans guys <laughs>
0: Is <that a> podcast? <laughs> uh i i just figured out how to check our international reviews mm-hmm. and we got some serious love from the uk thanks uk thank you this i mean giles homeland yeah you know the, the giles, giles love. sure <laughs> um We got some really great, really nice reviews from uh, some of our international stackers. Thank you guys so much. For anyone who hasn't had a chance to rate and review us, please uh, do so on iTunes. It really um, helps us connect with other Buffy fans and um, other people that might not have found the show yet and want to listen in. Thank you. Now let's head into the Sunnydale stacks and open the books on Triangle.
1: It's the one with three sides
0: three you got, you got um equilateral mm-hmm. eglacius. yeah <laughs> that's not it that's enrique what am i doing e- isosceles isosceles, isosceles yeah. and obtuse
1: acute i mean they're all acute little uh,
0: triangles. <laughs> we had that moment of like we're who's gonna make the joke yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got it <laughs>
1: Because there's no way we're not making that. Joke. I mean,
0: wordplay. <laughs> so Xander and Anya are canoodling mm-hmm. and discussing Riley's recent departure. Yeah, and Anya, it's really cute. She just she wants a big bomb clock, Aww. big bomb clock before you leave. Let me know. It's so cute.
1: They're such a cute little couple.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, how's Buffy doing? What's she, up, what's she up to? How's she, how's she handling things?
1: Uh, I, I smell an editing joke.
0: <laughs> Smash got <due. laughs> Vamp's attacking a nunnery. <laughs> is it called a nunnery? Is that just yeah. a Shakespeare thing or is it a monastery? I mean, I think it's a bit old fashioned,
1: but you could. I think you can still call it a nunnery. I if can it's...
0: say that Buffy needs to get thee to a nunnery.
1: Exactly. Um, or, or how do you solve a problem like a vampire?
0: Oh, God, please keep going.
1: Uh do you hit it with a steak? How do you solve a problem like a vampire? If you don't, it's a mistake. I mean I got some practice with I, the Valentine's I'm bones, very happy. So.
0: I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Um you don't hit it with a stake. You you poke it with one. <laughs> I
1: mean if you if you hit it at just the right angle, you might kinda if, at, might kinda if, if, if
0: five, after five seasons, you haven't learned that much, Mike. I'm a little worried. <laughs> I'm going to sign some homework.
1: Okay. I'm going to have to <laughs> hit people with the stake.
0: Yeah, we're going to turn you into a vigilante. Okay. Um, Slay your mic. It's terrible in terms of like a secret identity because mm-hmm. your your name is right there. Yeah. And I'll have a big badge <laughs> that says it. Just Mike mm-hmm. it has your um your cell phone number. Yeah. just Just in case. Well, what if I lose my badge? I want it back. <laughs> Give it back to me so enter buffy looking like she's dressed for a job interview
1: yeah it's a w-
0: shiny magenta shirt
1: yeah it was, it's was like where was she was this part of a regular patrol or did she get distracted when she was just hanging out at the nunnery by a vampire does she have a
0: date with riley that she forgot that you know, wasn't gonna happen uh, uh, even her steak is fancy it has like a like a engraving on the mm-hmm. end like it's it's not just like a something she broke off of something.
1: Which makes it really weird when she just kind of throws it away.
0: I that, I know. I yeah. was like, that, that's not a throwaway stake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a for keeper. A table leg is a throwaway stake.
1: Yeah. A, a big board that somebody comes at you with and you just take it and stake them back. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I, throw that away.
0: You know, given this point of view of a nunnery, Buffy's kind of thinking like, eh, you know, living without men. That's not, that's not terrible. It sounds pretty good. You have to be like really religious. <laughs> So Buffy's training with Giles uh, who is going to go to England.
1: He is so book horny. He's book, like, a, oh, he's like horny for books. Yeah,
0: no he's it's I mean what kind of books is he checking out? Uh he
1: and there's Giles a lot of uh, woodcuts. Let's little just say.
0: Engravings that that Xander was into. Giles is the one that showed him where she went, where mm-hmm. the good ones are. Yep.
1: It's like don't you worry Xander. I'm going to make some copies. That's a subplot that's running through. Yeah, no,
0: that, now that, but you saying that makes it sound like he's gonna, they're gonna look at him together.
1: Yeah, it's like an autofocus uh, situation. Autofocus? It uh, was the movie, I think that's the name of the movie, uh, based on uh, Bob Crane from Hogan's Heroes who got into like weird uh, porn and sex stuff with some guy and ended up dying under mysterious circumstances.
0: Oh, so that is, okay, because yeah. I was like, no, you misunderstand me. I'm referring to circle jerks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay no. So we're on the same page. Yeah. That's fine. Great. <laughs> Let me be really explicit about this thing that I'm referencing. <laughs> uh, so Jaws is going to go to England to seek help from the Watchers Council. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to talk to him about glory. Yeah. Since they don't know shit.
1: <laughs> um. A very important note here, guys. The picture they use in this scene. I used to have that picture. <laughs> That's Very important, Super guys.
0: important. Um, I used to
1: make crystal light in it all the time.
0: <laughs> is that before or after you saw this? Like, did you get it because we saw uh, it in the show? No, I think I think we
1: just had... I might not have even noticed it if I still had it at the time, which is um, sad. Um, Because then I would have definitely kept it and treasured it for always.
0: Speaking of things that we see on Buffy that I want, which happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when Giles answered the door in his fluffy gray velour bathrobe and i was like i want Can't this stop thinking about it yeah no guess what i got for christmas bup, bup, bup. yeah
1: oh that's awesome <laughs> i
0: immediately after we recorded that episode went on amazon i was like i'm oh, find me a fluffy velour <laughs> gray bathrobe and yep. sure enough christmas morning it was like yes that's perfect so anya is super excited that giles is leaving and therefore she gets to run this store all by herself mm. right just all by herself it's just just the anya show
1: she is so excited it's very endearing
0: i'd like yeah it is sweet that she's just yeah. you know like I can do this and mm-hmm. I'm good at this yeah. and not even in like a shitty demon I'm I think too highly myself way but mm-hmm. just a, a confident like hey I have found yeah. a skill and I would like to prove that. Mm-hmm. However, everyone's oh. ignoring her. The whole gang. I mean, it's sweet that they they want to chip in to help her. Mm-hmm. But it's that talking about you when you're in the room thing Mm -hmm. that's, like, really condescending. Yeah, they're
1: very dismissive. And especially, I think, Willow. So that starts to get this brewing.
0: Yeah. Um, And Xander really honestly, like, I get that Willow's your best friend, but you gotta sit up for your girlfriend, dude. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, Willow's in the wrong here. Like, I get she's trying to help, but definitely he should be like, hey, she's sitting two feet to your left.
1: we Don't see what he's looking at in that magazine, it's a bunch of woodcuttings. So
0: <laughs> there you go, he's his
1: mind is elsewhere.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Joyce is recuperating,
1: Aww. and now she's going to be better forever. Yay, yeah,
0: no problems from here on out. She's got yep. that pretty headscarf, mm-hmm. ditch in the bathrobe. Yep. She clearly doesn't have my super plush one, no, so she otherwise, she would know that it's never coming off.
1: It's weird, even though we got the news that you know Joyce was better last episode. This episode, even though, yeah, there's like the tension or whatever, it does feel so much lighter without Riley. It feels like Joyce is putting away the bathrobe, everyone's just having fun, and we're going to go get some new resources to fight Gloria, and it just feels like such a breath of fresh air already. It
0: really does, and I have to think that even if there was, like imagine this episode with cancer stuff, but no Riley, it still feels like it would be lighter just without him, and like vice versa, if Mm -hmm. you had Riley... And Joyce is cancer-free. Mm-hmm. It still feels like, ugh. Yeah. But Riley drama.
1: Because I, you know what? I like everyone that's involved.
0: Fair. Or at least like yeah. to watch them. It's interesting. I was just talking with a friend um, yesterday about the what happens when someone that you care about is in a relationship that you know is bad for them. Mm. And like, how much do you push? And at what point are you going to push them away? And like, at what point does not pushing them away mean that like you're enabling this yeah. thing. That's not good for them. I f- think that that's kind of how I feel watching Buffy with the vamp snack. Riley is just mm. like, it's like I have a really close friend that it can't be like, Oh, but why can't you just drop him? Yeah.
1: I just want to tell her like, he's doing this weird shit. You guys need to break up.
0: Just stop it. Like, don't go chasing after the helicopter. It's this is for the best. Trust me. It's for the best. Don and Buffy talk about Riley, mm-hmm. which uh, immediately I'm just like,
1: <laughs>
0: but they Stop are it. sweet
1: together. So I, I, I do appreciate I
0: it. I appreciate the fact that their relationship is getting better. Mm-hmm. Don's less annoying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't, you know what this week? I didn't write, write uh, damn it. Don once.
0: Yeah, no, she's getting much better. Yeah. Buffy's hopeful that Riley will come back mm-hmm. and she'll get to say all the things she didn't get to say before he left. And I like it. This is a cute conversation because Don's kind of saying the, like Buffy's internal monologue mm. like wow I, it feels so weird that he's not here and you can see that Buffy's like yeah you're right that's mm-hmm. exactly how I feel yep. like there are things I want to tell him and like Buffy's like yeah that's yeah yep that's mm-hmm. yep. so Spike's practicing a conversation
1: not at all creepy just talking to a mannequin top
0: no yeah talking don't don't talk to mannequins unless they're going to come to life and be your girlfriend
1: Uh, even then <laughs> There's some, some questionable choices there.
0: Um, uh, but, like, we all talk. Sh- like, okay, I practice conversations to the mirrors and they or so just, mm-hmm. like, in my head, walking down the street. Like, okay, I'm going to say this thing to yeah. this person. But
1: uh, when you get, like, costumes and props involved, that's a little <laughs> that's
0: weird. That's much. <laughs> I don't need the visual. A performance
1: for one, yourself.
0: There's this great thing called your imagination. Boys and girls. <laughs> You you close your eyes and you picture things that aren't there. Well,
1: you know what? I think the, the problem is because he has so many, you know, like the, the mannequin and she's in the costume with the wig and he's got the box of chocolates. he's his imagination just goes wild because he doesn't have to imagine that much. Yeah. And that's why he gets all mad and crazy and hits a mannequin with a box of
0: chocolates. Way too much um i also do this though if i'm like thinking about future conversations mm-hmm. i get mad thinking about the other person saying something i don't like yeah
1: yeah just it's like why can't why can't your fantasy conversation go well <laughs> I know, right? it's so sad that happens and he,
0: but his goes really off the rails to the point that like i get he doesn't have a soul but yeah. like dude needs a therapist because oh, he yeah. has woman issues
1: mm-hmm.
0: ends up calling her a bitch and beating her over the head with the chocolates
1: If that if that's not symbolism, I don't know what is.
0: I just, I just, I mean, love and hate are two separate themes, Spike. Uh, I mean, not for him so much. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I love the way that he picks up. He just like (laughs) he like sighs. It's like okay, that didn't go well. Picks up the mannequin. Picks up the chocolates, which is now like destroyed.
1: Like just putting like. (laughs) The ruffled paper of one of them back in—it's uh—it's so sad.
0: And just starts from scratch. Like yeah. I hope before he plans on giving those to Buffy, he gets a new box.
1: Yeah, I hope that's just a practice box.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, like, but like
1: he could have <laughs> gotten one that's full of plastic ones, the same place that Riley got the plastic steak.
0: There you go. Yep. The you know the 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 sex store lovers lane, it's slayers lane because it has all the props and the.
1: Okay. Okay, that's where you're going with that. I was like, um, I'm I'm pretty sure they don't. Have just fake chocolates to trick your <laughs> your your significant other with.
0: Slayers Lane does. Mm-hmm. This just well, makes me sad though because you're ruining chocolate. Yeah. You don't use a don't use the real chocolate then if you're going to do this.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe it's like you know it's expired chocolates that he's practicing with. But what Something if they were like
0: quality truffles, Mike? I don't
1: want I don't want like to live in that world. And the
0: nougat in the mail, the really nougat. good ones. Oh. And what if that one even had the really nice um, map on the mm-hmm. box that tells you what each one is, so it's not some terrible surprise of shit that was the terrible orange cream yeah. one?
1: I don't really like the the mixed boxes of chocolates, because invariably, I don't like half of them.
0: I like most of them, but I, w- I, I want to know. I want yeah. want that little map to tell me, mm-hmm. like, be warned, this is coconut. What if I'm not in the mood for coconut?
1: What I think would be really lovely is getting a box of chocolates that's like a mix, But it's a personalized mix that somebody got of like the different ones that they know you like.
0: That would be great. That would be sweet. We could start that company and make a lot of money come Valentine's Day. One day a year. Yep. Uh, We're going to sell Christmas trees and uh, Easter baskets and personalized chocolate boxes,
1: and Arbor Day uh, bushes.
0: (laughs) Back at the magic shop, Willow and Tara are borrowing. Mm -hmm. Supplies for a spell for Buffy. They talk about deratting Amy. Oh, Amy. You still exist somewhere. Anya accuses them of stealing. Here's my question for you What do you think Giles does in these situations? Do you think Giles has been charging them for magic supplies? I don't think
1: if it's specifically for the purpose of helping slaying, I don't think he would. If it was just like, we want to practice some magic, he'd probably be like, well, you can, like, borrow it if it's, like, a crystal, but if it's, like, an ingredient that'll get used up, he'd probably charge there.
0: That's what I think, too. That if she was, like, I want to try to create this this sunlight ball, yeah. he'd be, like, okay. Yeah. But if they were, like, we want to, you know, sexy times float of rose and pluckets, petals, he'd be, like, no, you're paying for that shit. Yeah.
1: Also, don't do that in my store. It's kind of weird. <laughs> People are, like, this is way too intimate for, for the magic box.
0: Why are you doing this in public? <laughs> is she... That looks like an O phase. What is happening?
1: <laughs> I don't think we're gonna be able to find you that card trick here, honey.
0: <laughs> Willow definitely tries to bribe Anya with like mm-hmm. peer pressure. Come on, we'll teach you magic. Just let us use your stuff, and we'll teach we'll teach you to float pencil.
1: Because that's the, the most attractive uh, magic thing to do. Float a pencil.
0: I mean, it's pretty cool. but And it kind of works for a sec. But Anya's like, oh, I pissed my powers. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of funny that, like, and a little foreshadowing that in mm-hmm. a season, she's going to be very drug-like with the magic. Yeah. And right now, she's kind of teetering on the edge of that mm-hmm. and, like, pushing magic like a drug. Yeah. She's, uh,
1: your first pencil's free.
0: Yeah. Enter Ander. Xander. Poor, poor Xander, you Puts dummy. To be
1: the judge, but uh, he's not. He's not taking. He's not taking that role on.
0: You step right in the middle of it, bud. Yeah. Well,
1: I feel even worse uh, for Derek because she just like all day keeps getting in the middle of stuff where it's like I, I am just like I do not want to deal with this.
0: I may be rethinking wanting to be a Scooby. Yeah. These people are emotional. I mean, I, I went right from,
1: like, oppressive anti-magic family to this. Maybe I should go explore some other
0: options here. <laughs> There's more than one faux family in the sea. Mm-hmm. So Willow's concoction makes the cash register go away with all its precious money. Oh, but it's the worst thing.
1: Yeah. I cannot imagine something that would freak Anya out more unless it was, like, disappearing Xander.
0: Or if you turn the cash register into bunnies. <gasps> oh, no. Or turn
1: <laughs> Xander into a bunny.
0: Oh, no. A giant bunny. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just kills herself right there fuck this nope nope I'm about out, <laughs> out. <laughs> there's an outside shot of the, of the magic box here mm-hmm. did you notice it, it am I the first person or the last person to realize the bookstore next door the name of it is book stew
1: <laughs> um it's like a pun <laughs> <You're kidding>. maybe <laughs> No, that doesn't even make sense because it's four (laughs) letters. Because I was about to say maybe it was like the way Pizza Hut got its name (laughs) was that they literally only had room on the sign for pizza and three letters. So like, uh, Pizza In sounds weird, I guess. Hut, Uh, but stew. (laughs) There's a lot of four letter words. It would be make a lot more sense. Like
0: book shop. Do they think that stew sounds like store? And it's funny. I mean, maybe they serve stew maybe free bowl of stew it's with like every
1: book we've got such a variety of books it's like a book stew <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm glad i'm not like late to the party That everyone else is like yeah duh that's like a well-known thing i was yeah, like what the i paused it and i was like what the fuck is maybe that it's,
1: it's it's owned by a guy named stewart so it was like this will be a fun play on my name <laughs> and nobody knows that it's owned by a guy named stewart so everyone's like
0: why the hell is that name what that book? Do they serve books or stew? I mean, what do, what do you get there?
1: I mean, I feel like I'd get a tummy ache if I ate a, a, a stew made of
0: books. <laughs> well, I, I was, I didn't want to look up, uh, some accounting stuff. I was, I was thinking about becoming a CPA and I'm a little hungry. <laughs> You gain the knowledge through osmosis. Ooh, you it's like Meteor it, Man. You eat it and get the knowledge. <laughs> oh, man. But it's If a that's stew. how knowledge worked, I'd be so smart. But it's a stew, so you don't know what you're getting. Oh, no. So, like any subject. I don't know. It's like, oh, why do I know so much about like, the. Taxidermy. The, yeah.
1: I'm like, no, I don't know that. <laughs> I know way more about Niels Bohr than I ever needed to know. <laughs>
0: just wanted to reach to kill a
1: mockingbird <laughs> and i read like five danielle steals
0: oh no that's the worst uh so xander and tara bail and anya begins a tab for willow's potions yeah willow needs total silence during her spell but anya just can't keep her mouth shut no. this... but then willow
1: turns her back on the spell and i feel like that's also that's that's a little
0: yeah this is i lose sympathy for anya when she starts talking like dude yeah shut the fuck up um but yeah no willow don't don't do that yeah Uh, but it's such a pretty spell the ring of light Mm -hmm. it starts out so nice
1: and starts sparking and goes all
0: haywire and releases a troll. troll no you haven't seen the movie troll
1: i i was that a reference to the movie troll yeah okay
0: it's like an icelandic movie or something like that nor nor
1: oh i'm thinking of the one with uh julia louis dreyfus
0: no i have the seen 80s. that one no, no 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 there's um one more recently a foreign film mm. um that's set in um was oh, that troll hunter that yeah no i'm oh, sorry yeah. that one it's on my netflix queue but um uh, yeah. it's it i i enjoy it mm-hmm. but troll keep going troll <laughs>
1: Okay, stackers, you have a new ringtone.
0: <laughs> For once, I did a good. That was, you don't know it. That's actually a good impression.
1: You can. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have to trust you on that. Yeah, one, no. so I can't. I can't check.
0: We all know that my judgment on impressions is always <laughs> spot on, <laughs> impeccable. Uh, the troll just Bam. immediately. <laughs> 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 you dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, the troll just immediately destroys the store this is Olaf, yay played by abraham ben ruby yep uh i immediately recognized him from er oh yeah
1: yeah me too i love him he i love him too stuff.
0: i loved him in er yeah. my uh, family watched that religiously for the mm-hmm. longest time
1: yeah it was big in my house too yeah not so much when it got into the later seasons and i think like they would have, like, one original cast member per season, but yeah. it was, like, different. Yeah. like who they could convince to come back for a year.
0: That's when we stopped, too. Yeah. I was like, I, I, where's Clooney?
1: Off making Batman and Robin.
0: Oof. Come back to ER. Yeah. So, hey, guys. Buffy's still in school. Uh,
1: okay. I'll, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to have to trust you on that one.
0: <laughs> She's taking Greek art. Joyce would be so proud. Mm -hmm. I'm just betting that's a Joyce influence. Yeah.
1: And I I bet there's probably some point where she's hoping to be like, I'm going to make this point I learned in class and impress my mom.
0: Mm. Take that, Dawn. Yeah. You can't take college level art history.
1: Yeah. You just take classes in how to be a spy. Because she played Harriet the spy. And also, later in the episode, she spies on them. Perfect. There you go. Seamless.
0: Tara gives Buffy the lowdown on the Willow-Anya tension,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which really, really upsets Buffy.
1: Yes.
0: And your left Anya? Uh, yeah, she jumps to a conclusion mm-hmm. uh, that they, they have a perfect love, a miraculous love.
1: <laughs> I love that. will never die.
0: I like the crying to the shoulder. What? The miraculous what? <laughs> miraculous. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, I get this is played for comedy, but mm-hmm. SMG here is a little phoning it in. Yeah,
1: it's it's a little a little broad, a little panto.
0: Yeah. Anya and Willow take Giles' car to find the troll. The troll!
1: Sure. I, I, I'm going to have to trust you on that one.
0: Yeah, that's
1: good. Now, what I'm going to have to ask you to do later is do an impression of Olaf. We'll see, let's see how that goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you
0: first. <laughs> Uh, we have a moment from Restless mm-hmm. uh, where Anya convinces herself, that she teaches herself how to drive, mm-hmm. and in this one, she doesn't know how to drive, but she's learning on Giles's car. Oh, she good for figured her. out what the left pedal does. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stick shift, isn't it? I don't know. Oh no, no, no! This is the one that he kept trying to drive as a stick, but it's actually yes, uh, automatic. Yeah, yeah, okay. That makes way his more sense. his first one
1: was stick, I believe
0: feel like you can't teach yourself to drive a stick shift that's just like yeah i remember learning
1: how to drive stick because for like a summer my brother was away and i got to drive around his little uh ford festiva which is basically like an escape pod from a larger car (laughs) just imagine i'm c3po every time i drive it um but yeah like the 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 doors are paper thin it's like just enough room to technically cover the windows when they're down but that's about it
0: sounds like it'd be very safe in an accident (laughs) Um,
1: I think, I think it would just like, it would hit something and then the wind would catch it and it would float away.
0: <laughs> it's like the end of Greece. Yeah. Mike is just turning around and waving at us. Ah,
1: guys. <laughs> um, h- how light it was, I can tell you, I parked in a parking lot and the parking brake wasn't working correctly. So it just kind of like drifted into like blocking somebody's way. And somebody, I think individually was able to move it out of the way. <laughs> Just like push it. There you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Xander's moping at the bronze and runs into his very favorite non person. Spike! They're besties. A man of
1: non people. <laughs> Probably his favorite.
0: Yeah. Spike, sensing Xander's bad mood, decides to poke the bear.
1: Yeah. That really really goes for it.
0: He's just I'm just gonna what happens if I press this button? Yeah. What about this button? What if I press this button? What happens if I do this? <laughs> Tara and Buffy find the magic shop in shambles. You know what, Willow, Anya, leave
1: a goddamn note,
0: right? I mean, this is—I mean, you don't have cell phones. Fine, yeah, but leave a note. Inconsiderate.
1: Like you really—you guys know, like you guys deal with monsters all the time. Somebody finds the shop where you're both supposed to be in ruins, and you're not there. They're probably gonna get worried.
0: What happened to Buffy's uh, beeper?
1: Uh, she lost it in a mighty battle.
0: <laughs> Maybe they did leave a note, but it's in such destruction that Buffy and uh, Terra can it. find it.
1: Maybe, Power Ranger style, Buffy's beeper got turned into a monster that she had to fight.
0: Make my beeper grow! Did that really happen on Power Rangers?
1: I mean, it wasn't a beeper. It would just be like the little clay figures became like the regular sized monsters. No, I thought you were
0: literally, I knew that part. I thought you were literally saying someone's beeper. I know they fought a purse once.
1: I'm not sure if it was somebody's purse. (laughs)
0: They fought a purse?
1: Yes, it was a purse monster.
0: Oh man, the writer's room just really ran out of ideas (laughs) that week. I don't know, like maybe it's from the original Japanese footage.
1: Maybe it makes more sense in Japanese culture. I kind of doubt that a purse monster makes sense in any culture.
0: Symbolism, Mike.
1: Symbolism. You just, Capitalism.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just don't get how deep it really is.
1: Yeah. It's like we have to fight the purse and the purse is money.
0: The purse is Halliburton, Mike.
1: What? <laughs> this did come out around 2005.
0: So. <laughs> Meanwhile, Olaf's found a bear. Bear.
1: <laughs> now I'm starting to doubt this troll impression based troll. on your Olaf
0: because it's basically the same voice (laughs) no 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 you're you're missing um, the Norwegian accent versus like the guttural troll one's a guy screaming about seeing a troll and the other one is a troll
1: can I can I hear a little interplay between the two
0: (laughs) they only say two things (laughs) it's a troll want beer (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay
1: so that's That's um, a a Norwegian man and a caveman.
0: I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Mighty Ale. Ah, That was a good one.
1: Yeah, it was. (laughs) Best one ever.
0: Yep. Nope. Done. I got to go now. I've got a future career in impressions and voice acting.
1: Things. But only the most uh obscure ones possible. International troll <laughs> movies and individual <laughs> episodes of defunct <laughs> TV shows.
0: I think we can file both of those away under Cult Hits. So there.
1: So you can go to CultCon. Is that a thing? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's probably uh for like uh Doomsday cults and that kind of thing.
0: No, no. I wandered into the wrong room,
1: guys. You guys aren't going to get these references at all. Also, I don't need a bunker.
0: I need an adult.
1: <laughs> so many robes.
0: So Xander and Spike are playing pool. <laughs> I like how Spike can commiserate. Yeah, no one really got Drew either. Aw, that's sweet. <laughs> Olaf drinks a whole keg and then decides he, got, he has a taste for babies. Delicious Babies.
1: And he will not be satiated by a blooming onion.
0: No. I mean, he should test it out. Mike can speak to, you know, a vegetarian lifestyle can work for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Replace your, your babies with blooming onions.
0: It's magical the way they just... they just become a, An onion becomes a flower.
1: Mm-hmm. But like an edible flower made of fried things.
0: Also, who... I mean... Who would ever choose something that's, like, raw and wriggly versus, like, anything? Oh, he's
1: not a barbarian. He's going to cook the baby.
0: I completely misjudged him. That is,
1: that's really offensive to trolls. (laughs) To what? To trolls.
0: To trolls! (laughs) Uh,
1: My wife!
0: Is that, is that, we're just... No, mine is, mine mine is relevant. (laughs) For once, I've seen a movie you haven't seen. This okay. is all gravy for me. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's, it's rare. So I understand. You have to revel at it.
0: <laughs> I like how Spike also just does not care about the baby. Yeah. He's like, oh, what do you think? Hospital? <laughs> <laughs> James Marsden's delivery is so one. Yeah. It's just so dry and straightforward. He's mm-hmm. just, yeah, what do
1: you I, think? I also love his uh, his line, I'm paralyzed with not caring very much.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to replace that uh, instead of telling people it sounds like a you problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just, oh, I'm paralyzed. It's not carried very much. (laughs) Everyone ends up at the bronze at the same time.
1: And, you know, we should take a drink. Because what's behind all of them? Widespread panic poster. It's been
0: a while. (laughs) What? what?
1: And there's a string cheese incident poster in case. uh, I guess you're also playing that sub game. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's that's like the really intense version. where like, that means that you have to do a keg stand, yeah, not just a shot. Yeah,
1: that yeah, that's your uh, you're playing on the the higher difficulty, like the the hill difficulty or something. They would have like fun names for it back in the nineties. Oh, did they? Yeah, it'd oh. be like be like you know, novice was usually like the easy one. They'd have it like advanced, and then like super rough i don't i can't remember a good one a good example
0: alcohol poisoning yeah
1: like uh you're gonna call your mommy
0: (laughs) but like how do they end up here at the same time because anya and willow were driving Mm -hmm. buffy was following the same trail of destruction but on foot and you can't say that buffy just runs that fast because she had tara in tow
1: piggyback ride (laughs) and anya doesn't know how to drive
0: all right no fine done canon if, if that noise didn't make sense to you, stackers, that's Mike uh, dusting off his hands because he's he's solved it.
1: And I'm going to eat a chip. Because I, I remember that. I'm ju- eat chips. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: showing off again how I can silently eat them.
0: You're missing half the fun. of just <laughs> disgusting everyone around you with the really loud, crunchy noises.
1: I'll have to do that later.
0: Willow's going to do a spell to get rid of Olaf. Mm -hmm. But Olaf recognizes Anyanka. What?
1: What? Crazy ex-boyfriend.
0: Nice. They jaded. Yep. When they were both humans, he cheated on her. She Mm -hmm. turned him into a troll. And that's how she got the job as a vengeance demon. We will see all of this in season seven. (gasps) I always get that confused because I think it's this episode. And then I realize I got to wait two seasons to get the full Mm -hmm. story. Uh, and let's just, just let this be a lesson to you guys. Don't cheat on a girl. She might t- turn you into a troll.
1: And a lesson of girls, if uh, your guy cheats on you, turn him into a troll. And you could have an exciting new career. Yeah.
0: So yeah, he hates Anya for turning him into a troll. And hates Willow because witches imprisoned him in a crystal.
1: Yeah. So he's got some issues to work through. He's had some some bad experiences that have kind of... Left him, uh, you know,
0: with some some issues with women. He's been hurt.
1: Yeah, you know. Still, I find him more sympathetic than Riley.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, he was turned into a troll for God's yeah. sake. That's. I mean, that's, I'd be pissed too. That's
1: much better than like you didn't call me when your mom was sick. Ugh.
0: Yeah. No, Olaf's better. Way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy attacks him. Spike tries to help, and by help, I <sighs> mean really blatantly grope. Yeah. Spike. No! Bad Spike!
1: I know you don't have a soul, but you could at least have some class, buddy.
0: It's just gross because he's really Mm -hmm. all over her chest and waist and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, she's trying to like take down a bad. It's just gross. It's gross. Don't molest women. Don't do it.
1: That's an important lesson that I think a lot of people probably hadn't heard until right now.
0: What's the lesson in (laughs) Triangle? (laughs) Don't molest women. (laughs) Hands (laughs) Din, 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 din. Hands off! <laughs> Olaf's mighty hammer brings down the balcony on the Slayer and the groby. so he's
1: bringing down the house. And then, and then Buffy, she raises the roof.
0: <laughs> I gotta say, I, I was I was a little mad at you for the first one, yeah. but you redeemed it. <laughs> you brought it back, and so it was good. It was good. Yeah post wreckage spike is sure that buffy sees him making a pillow for a victim mm-hmm. that's look i'm making her comfortable this one person yeah. i'm surrounded by 20 but this one i'm not per- eating
1: any of them come on
0: did you see did you see that i'm not licking the blood off of her injured body
1: that's cool bro <laughs> Ugh,
0: i still love you but you mm. you
1: don't quite get it spike
0: uh you just you need a sponsor a life sponsor to stand next to you and go, no, Bad. stop it. You stop it. Don't be gross.
1: <laughs> Little rolled up newspaper. the
0: Stop it. Anya and Willow go back to the magic shop to see if they can stop Olaf. But they're still bickering.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anya learns that Willow doesn't really accept her because due to her vengeance demon background, Willow kind of thinks Anya might hurt Xander. And so Willow doesn't trust Anya. And speaking of trust, Anya doesn't really trust that Willow isn't going to try to kiss Xander again and steal him away. Mm -mm. Very important things to talk about. Yeah. Really? Let's get that shit out. Mm -hmm. Stop being passive aggressive. Let's talk about it. Oh, hey, Olaf. Oh, the snowman? Oh, Oh, it's the troll.
1: Thanks for clarifying.
0: Do you want to build a troll, man?
1: Yes. Always.
0: Come on. Let's go and smash.
1: (laughs) Is that is that i'm sure somebody's made that like a an olaf the troll version of some frozen song
0: that would be wonderful awesome. um uh, what instead of it being um
1: what's what's his song uh hey i'm an annoying snowman i forget what it's
0: no called. um he wants to see what snow does in summertime
1: yeah because he's dumb <laughs> get it and according to the first trailer for frozen the star of the film <laughs>
0: Olaf is dead set on killing both Anya and Willow so he can get back to pillaging, rape, and eating babies.
1: I can agree with two of those. <laughs> Listeners, decide which two. What kind of a monster do you want me to be?
0: <laughs> I feel like I need to keep mace on me now when we record. Like a,
1: a mace to hit yes, me on
0: the I'm head with? I'm uncomfortable with you in my house. Or like
1: a, at an action figure of Mace Windu.
0: But either way. Is it hefty?
1: Um, I mean, it depends on the size does it have
0: action like thing where you he probably has it? purple lightsaber like great, hand. sure, poke you in the eye, so Olaf, great guy, Xander tries to rescue them, but he's no match for Thor's mighty hammer uh,
1: um, uh olaf's what where are we um? wrong universe uh uh joss you're you're i think you're a couple years ahead
0: <laughs> this is just a little ink of joss being like guys i want to write thor do Avengers. i have an idea for a hammer there's so <laughs> many hammer jokes i can make it's hammer time I had to.
1: you can't lift this uh. uh, uh, uh.
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> As a reward for his ba- bravery, Olaf gives Xander a choice. He'll only kill one of his girls. Uh oh, uh oh, a little slow his choice there. Xander refuses, so Olaf breaks his arm. Yeah, that's
1: that sucks. Yeah. Sucks for Xander. That,
0: that's a little ouchy. I gotta say, um, so I'm okay with watching most gore mm-hmm. and like you know scary movies and internet videos of people mm-hmm. puking, whatever. But compound fractures, Mm -hmm. I cannot, I can't hear it. I can't, there's, oh, no, like, mm -mm, mm -mm. any like internet videos of like some guy skateboarding and he fell. Like I can't, I will, oh, no, no, I will run away from my television. I will smash it to bits.
1: Well, that's a little, a little, isn't that like giving a compound fracture to the TV?
0: (laughs) It is, my poor TV. I'm sorry I did that to you.
1: You know what you know what that is? That's insane troll logic.
0: <laughs> Anya offers herself to save Xander. That's sweet. It is sweet. And I think it goes a long way with Willow to mm-hmm. see like, oh, well, this person really doesn't want him to be hurt. Yeah. Buffy arrives and Anya says his strength is in his hammer. <laughs> except she's 100% wrong. Yeah. It's like, oh,
1: except for all the troll strength. Well, yeah. Thanks a lot, Anya. Then
0: the strength of his hammer is just the strength of a hammer that size.
1: Yeah, it's just like he's got a strong hammer. Also, he's a giant monster. Yeah.
0: I think this is a good fight. The the fact that he's so tall, it makes for Mm -hmm. like some pretty cool choreography. Like she really has to reach and it makes Mm -hmm. her punches look really epic.
1: And there's stuff going on on the sidelines with all the other characters Mm kind of like working out their stuff. I like it. It's like dense in a fun way.
0: It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Willow tells Anya to um, distract him, Mm -hmm. piss him off. I have faith in you, Anya. Willow takes the hammer with magic, but he's still so very large and strong. So mm-hmm. really, that made no difference whatsoever.
1: Yeah. It was just like a little less chance of uh, Buffy getting knocked out with one hit.
0: Sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's going to take three. Mm-hmm. Olaf makes the fatal mistake of insulting Xander and Anya's relationship.
1: Theirs is a love that will last forever.
0: What will these demons learn you don't piss off the Slayer in a fight? It just gives her more power. Just, you know what? Just don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. You'll be much better off. If anything, lull-, lull her into a false sense of security mm-hmm. by paying her a nice compliment. Yeah, like, I
1: really like those boots.
0: You're fighting very well. What? What? I mean, oh, okay. Thank Thank you.
1: You've got great form.
0: I, I did. And then, then like she turns around like, hey, guys, he said punch. Oh, yeah. yeah no, you got her.
1: End of series.
0: <laughs> you're just you're just taking care of everything today. Yep. <laughs> I do like the funny cinematography here of how we don't you don't see a whole lot of the fight once mm-hmm. she really gets into it. Yeah. Um, she's just crossing back and forth in front yeah. of the screen as the Scoobies talk to mm-hmm. each other.
1: Very kind of like tech Savory Looney Tunes. You yeah, know,
0: like a- you get lots of lots to do with um sound engineering. You mm-hmm. just hear a lot of it. Anya and Willow trust each other now, so it's all good. Aww. And oh,
1: and it makes besties. sense. But like
0: they going through this together, they both mm-hmm. very much challenge. Uh, or the uh, going through this together, they very much cherish Xander, mm-hmm. and they learn that.
1: Although it was challenging for Xander, that's for sure.
0: It was. Um, also, Willow's super gay, so not gonna steal
1: super gay duh, 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 duh. i
0: understand anya's point of view though, yeah. but like that is something that has changed for willow within the past year yeah,
1: yeah. so like
0: even though she is in a loving relationship with tara mm-hmm. who's just i mean yeah who's to say that she might not ever fall in love with a dude again
1: mm-hmm. or a dude that she already has been
0: like... yeah oscar come back yeah. Or, you know, I'm sorry, you mean Xander. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I don't I don't think anyone would be that upset if if uh, Willow went out with us. She'd just be like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> He's a wolf sometimes.
0: That was a really good impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later, Willow sends Olaf to the land of the trolls.
1: I think she should have sent him to the land of perpetual Wednesdays <laughs> as punishment.
0: Oh, man. Wednesdays. Wait a bitch. <laughs> Thursdays might be worse though because like you're so close. But then you have must see TV. Oh yeah, no, that's good. That's oh. good. Jaws is back from England. The council didn't know anything mm-hmm. about Glory and the Key. They're, they'll look into it, but you know, no promises. And Dunn, what
1: is the council doing?
0: I what 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 what, what is what
1: is more important than, like, dealing with the apocalyptic stuff that the Slayer's dealing with on a constant basis.
0: What were they doing when they actually had ties to the Slayer? Because they still weren't doing shit.
1: This, this is a poorly run organization. I think
0: They suck. Yeah. Don over here is this conversation.
1: <gasps> boom
0: But we're not quite sure, like, how much of it.
1: Yeah, and then it becomes clear in the next episode that she didn't hear all of it. Yeah. She, she doesn't know everything.
0: She didn't hear the part of, like, Dawn is the key, Mm -hmm. but she definitely heard her name. I'm like, I don't... Like, why am
1: I being talked about with all this goopity-goop magic? Hmm.
0: So what do you think of Triangle?
1: I love it. It's a fresh fresh of breath air. (laughs) It's a breath of fresh air. It's just a really fun uh, episode. It it fits a lot of things in without feeling, like, too crazy or hard to follow. Um, Olaf is a super fun character. Mm -hmm. I love that he eventually comes back. Um, If only for like a little bit. If you're looking for a fun episode this season, I know they're not as prevalent as a lot of other seasons. This is a good one to go to.
0: I completely agree. And this is one of those things that like, if they had never had the storyline of Willow and Anya and their tumultuous relationship, Mm -hmm. I I don't think I would have gone back and been like, you missed something. Yeah. But it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. that these characters would react this way. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think adds to their layers and adds to mm-hmm. them feeling like real people that like, yeah, of course, of yeah. course this would be an issue. And it, it, it
1: kind of grounds the world a little bit that it's yeah. not, not everything is like these grand romances and these giant battles. It's like sometimes people in your friend group just don't get along.
0: Yeah. Sometimes people are jealous and mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes people are passive aggressive and won't just say what they're really mm-hmm. thinking.
1: Okay. I admit it. My favorite character is Malik. Is that what you were trying to get at?
0: God damn it, Mike. How many seasons have we gone through? You didn't say anything. (laughs) I just want him back so much. Okay, I think it's time to take a break and hear from our sponsor.
1: From the odor makers of Ode de Balthazar and Mantis Lady, get a special something for that special someone this Valentine's Day.
0: Magnificent. Radiant. Shiny. Glory. Glory. Splendiferous eutificus, hyperbolic.
1: Glory.
0: Pretty. Smells good. Buy it.
1: Glory. Glory. A most divine scent from Calvin Rain.
0: Glory. Sorry, what was that? Uh, glory. I I said glory. Oh, of course. Sorry. It's time to put Triangle back on the shelf and open the books on Checkpoint. The Scooby meeting to announce that the council found something on Glory, and they're coming to Sunnydale to tell them about it.
1: Ooh, they're having their own field trip.
0: They are! Mm-hmm. They're, they have their own podcast, oh. um, and they're, they're... It's
1: called the Stuffydale Stacks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Uh, this is not happy news. We don't like these guys. No. These are assholes.
1: I mean, one of them is the mean judge from Ghostbusters 2.
0: He is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just know, like, no. Yeah. Should, we, don't, we don't like you.
1: He's going to start yelling and having Buffy burned at the stake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to do that to Willow. <laughs> oh,
1: I mean, that's. I guess that would make more poetic sense.
0: Hey, we haven't seen Glory in like three episodes. What's she up to?
1: Uh, being all sweaty.
0: She's lo- not looking good. She no. got into that P90X. Ugh. <laughs> she's working hard. No, she's, she's, she's sick. And yeah. she's, she's in pain. I think, I think it's time to feed on a brain or tumor, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised she doesn't have more just like
1: in in backstack, like chained up somewhere.
0: Yeah. She needs a prison. Yeah. Or a closet or something. Maybe she has, um, isn't good with portion control. Yeah. And she just eats all of them. Mm-hmm. If so they're in it's the house. like.
1: You know, minions, just get me like, you know, like Blue Apron style. Just get me like a little individual serving. I don't want to make too much.
0: Speaking of minions, I'm just trying to imagine these scenes with, um, you know, what I'm <clears throat> going to say. Yep. <laughs> Instead of like the scabby minions, we yep. have the yellow minion.
1: <laughs> oh no, I, uh, I knew that's where you're going. And,
0: uh, <laughs> That'd be funny. That's
1: when the nightmare truly began. <laughs>
0: go back and watch these scenes and picture that and it's pretty great.
1: I mean, those movies are about as realistic as the computer effects tend to be on Muffy.
0: <laughs> right? They'd fit right in. Yep.
1: Oh, God. But then we'd have like 10 minute scenes of them just saying the word banana. <laughs> Granted, still better than Riley. But... <laughs> I was
0: going to say, cut out all the Riley shit and put that in. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so the minions bring her a mailman. Mm-hmm. And Glory's all better because she eats his brain. Yeah.
1: And then um, he gets all sweaty.
0: <laughs> then he gets all sweaty. This, I mean, miraculously, she immediately, like, her skin dries mm-hmm. up and suddenly it, it looks good and her hair's mm-hmm. all did. And yeah. it's like, well, I mean, wow, that's just...
1: That is that is a I think a real beauty regime. She, you know, she that's could what have, I'm missing. She could have ruled the world not through like you know crazy key magic, just market that as like a beauty program. You go to some places in Beverly Hills, you'll oh you'll make I'd millions.
0: I pay good money. Yeah. Quentin shows up at the magic box.
1: Boom boom
0: boo. He thinks he's charming. Really, he's patronizing.
1: Yeah, he's 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 clearly one of those guys that's always been in a position of power. So he thinks he's like really funny and clever and cool. When it's really just like, if anybody contradicts him, they'd get fired.
0: I just keep waiting for him to call Buffy sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't that yeah. just you're just he's he's itching to say it. Mm-hmm. He's itching to say something like sweetheart, and you're like, yeah. Ugh, stop. <laughs> They're going through the magic box, criticizing Giles for the danger of some of these items. Mm-hmm. A
1: uh, fair criticism.
0: I just found it funny because when Gwendolyn Post was around, mm-hmm. she had the opposite criticism of yeah. Giles of like, where's your real library?
1: Yeah. So maybe, maybe he, he, you know, buffed up his, uh his collection.
0: Yeah, he got um, a little, a little insecure. Mm-hmm. The council kicks out the customers.
1: Yeah, that's a real dick move.
0: Yeah, not only do they fire him and therefore take away his income, yeah. they're now taking away his income from his customers.
1: And they could, they could like, do this with the the, the people there. Just kind of like take this stuff out and look at Go it. Go in the
0: training room. You don't have to be. I mean, like, why are you? You, you don't have to kick they're them out.
1: They're just being dicks. I do like the line where they talk about the statue that can burn people's eyes. And he's like, I severely underpriced it.
0: <laughs> they have some great information about glory. But they're not handing it over until Buffy's ready for it. This immediately doesn't make sense. Yeah. I and I'm mean, not, like, criticizing the writers. I'm... No. I'm saying I just, well, a little bit. I kind of feel like the Scooby should immediately go like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like, what if she fails? Then you just want Glory to win? Yeah.
1: Do you you know, like, there's a lot of apocalypse around this area? Do you want, do you really want that to happen? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to take a while to train the next Slayer. And you guys admit, basically, that you're all about making the Slayer do your work.
0: Yeah. You don't, so, faith is not an option.
1: No. What
0: are you, what What do you get out of it if she loses? Yeah. Who, who? How does that benefit you?
1: Yeah, it's just, they're, they're really, yeah, they're really overcompensating.
0: It's very much immediately like, oh, okay, so you just want, you just like the power play and mm-hmm. want Buffy to feel like she needs you when really the opposite is true. Yeah. So they're going to make her go through a review. Meanwhile, Buffy's in class learning about Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Her professor refuses to acknowledge, even, that it's weird that he kind of refused to die. She has the worst professors.
1: Yeah, this guy's he's real shitty, real watcher-like, like a lot of those uh, watcher-type folks. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, just, like, calm down, bro.
0: I mean, just admit that, like, yeah, that was weird, right? Yeah. But we're taking the stance in this class that he's just a dude, so... Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. No, I mean that's that's interesting. If you want to talk about that after class or something, sure. But not like, oh, you think that he might have lived? Oh, you're such a dumb dumb. Like he's just being a dick for just for the power play of it.
0: So I like I like to read a lot of stuff about mm-hmm. the Russian Revolution because I think it's a really fascinating topic. So I still like to think that Rasputin was a vampire because of this episode.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that he was still alive. Which I guess, if he's a vampire,
0: sure, yeah, but especially like if he's got the same thrall that Dracula does, mm-hmm. it explains the um, Empress's love of him. Ooh, and like, while well, everyone's like, I don't get it. He was disgusting. Why were yeah. women all over him? Because uh, he had Dracula's thrall.
1: Ooh. Ooh, yeah.
0: See, it's just kind of fun to think about. I yeah. just like I, I still Buffy. We had it had had it right all along.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fun to imagine what historical figures might have been vampires. <laughs>
0: Buffy takes out her frustrations on a vamp that night. Aww. Spike tries to help, but she doesn't want it. No. She wanted the exercise, and he stakes her vamp for her.
1: Uh, I never need you, Spike.
0: Oh, buddy. You need to work on your courting skills.
1: <laughs> yeah. you're. I mean, he is pretty rusty, because he was with, like, one lady for over a century. Yes. And then, like, his re- his rebound was, like, an 18-year-old.
0: Fair. <laughs> but, yeah, he really just does not understand that... That like when you like a girl, you be nice to her, not like, you know.
1: He's playing hard to get.
0: No. Um. He implies that she's slutty, that she drives men off, that she's too clingy, boring, and that she's not as pretty as she once was. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's negging her.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's real. He's a he's a real uh, uh, peacocker.
0: Dick move. Bring her flowers, mm-hmm. chocolates don't hit her on the head
1: with the chocolates don't do
0: that don't
1: do that don't call her a bitch
0: i like your shoes yeah so yeah if spike said this shit to me i would stake him that would be it
1: i would just beat the shit out of him
0: fair yeah the fact that at this point it's like yes no did his saying this reminded me of there was um one girl i worked at starbucks with starbucks once that um had actually worked with chris before me Mm. and uh when i worked with her she's like oh it's so funny that we're meeting you like you. he talks about you all the time and we've never met you before and I was like oh that's weird um Aww. and she's like yeah but you're nothing like how he described you I was like oh well, how did he describe me she goes well he said you were really cute and petite so I guess I thought that you'd be prettier what and prettier and thinner and younger looking
1: uh you choked that bitch? <laughs> I
0: was working. Uh, no, I sat there and stared at her for a very long time. And just... It's like,
1: did you not like halfway through that sentence realize like, oh, maybe I should soften this?
0: No, I I think she really, she meant it. She wanted, <sighs> she wanted to hurt my feelings.
1: I want to like do something to her.
0: <laughs> I, I still think about it.
1: <laughs> like, I know where she works. Set up an elaborate prank
0: <laughs>
1: where she like. Gets covered in goop, and then we throw a bunch of confetti at her, and then she's just covered in confetti.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll do that. I know where she yeah. works.
1: Taken wow. care of.
0: <laughs> just, just, you're just crossing these off the list. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ben's leaving the hospital. Ben, Boom. who knew Glory, and summoned the Queller slug. Yep. Just so we're rem- remembering where we are. hmm Jinx has a message for him from Glory. Ben knows Buffy. And therefore, Glory, just you know, just, mm-hmm. just text me your address, yeah?
1: Yeah, just text me that, Eddie.
0: Quentin informs Buffy of his review. <gasps> See, the Slayer changes and the council remains the same. Oh, shut up. Because you don't put yourself in harm's way, so you live till you're like 200.
1: So you're like obsolete, is what you're saying? You know, oh, you know, the times?
0: that is really appropriate and mm-hmm. ag- and, and accurate. Yeah.
1: It's funny. I realized I had a, a note written down that was a quote about uh, that uh, uh, the minion says to Glory, but it also applies to just uh, the, the council and Quentin. He isn't going to help. No, he isn't going to help.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he's he's just a, a bag of dicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, if you don't play along, we'll shut down the magic box and deport Giles. At this point, how do you not look in the mirror and go... Am I the bad guy? How do you not realize? Oh, I'm just a bully.
1: Yeah, when you're when you're just like threatening deportation just to like fuck
0: with somebody. Yeah, like how do you not realize? He goes to his therapist. I think I might be an asshole.
1: You know, I know like I'm in this organization that's in theory supposed to be about you know killing vampires, but I'm just kind of a dick all the time. I can't remember the last time i even like read something about vampires
0: <laughs> yep so ben beat up jinx
1: oh poor jinx yeah poor evil mm. demon
0: yeah no he's serving he's like worshiping a hell no fuck him but
1: now imagine he's one of those uh annoying little yellow guys now how do you feel
0: <laughs> don't hurt jinx <laughs> banana oh god oh god Buffy and giles are stewing I want to see Giles. Oh, books do. <laughs> oh yes. Yep. No, Just plop right in a cauldron. Plop. <laughs> We're making spells.
1: <laughs>
0: uh Charles talks about beating up Travers. Don't you just want to see that?
1: Oh, uh, I so wish there had been like a um You do you watch your Did you watch Mad Men? No. There's a scene where this guy who's kind of, you know, uh, a bit quiet, soft-spoken, he's a British guy, just wails on another character who's famously very annoying a lot of the time. And it's so satisfying. That's what I want to see with this. It's just like, at some point, I don't know where it would have fit into the series. I want there to retroactively, let's film this scene. We can de-age both <laughs> the actors. We can do this. even though I think Harris Ulan might be dead. If, I, if he's not, I'm sorry to the uh, the friends and family of Harris Ulan. Um, I just haven't seen him around lately, but I want to see that. I want to see Giles kick this shit out of him. Yep. Just like give him a good like one, two punch. I don't think it would even be a long fight. I think it would
0: be like two, three punches. Oh, not even. Yeah. Travis goes down. Goes down. I mean, you're talking about Ripper. Yeah. Versus the guy who's never, mm-hmm. ever been out in the field. Yeah. And he'd still deport you, but it'd be so worth it. Yeah. Buffy's worried about passing the review. <sighs> I mean, again, this is where it gets weird. It's between you and nobody. This yeah. wasn't when it was like they were testing you and Faith and mm-hmm. you just wanted to be the better one. Okay, either Buffy saves us from glory or dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And?
1: Eh? I mean, at least they do eventually, like, Buffy comes to that conclusion. But it does seem a little weird that nobody brings up, like, uh, what, what happens if we fail? I know they're yeah. going to deport Giles, but... I don't. I'm not gonna accept a new watcher, and if they don't give me the information, isn't that bad for everybody?
0: Yeah. Are you on Glory's side? You want her? I don't. To prove a point, you're gonna bring about the apocalypse? Yeah. Eh. That's
1: pretty petty, guys. You know what that's like? It's like the end of Cabin in the Woods. Bringing about an apocalypse just to prove a point?
0: Yeah. There you go. Same universe.
1: The Council is (laughs) the the. I forget what the name of the organization is. That's under the cabin. I don't cabin. think there is
0: an organ the name. I don't think we give
1: us one. There's probably like in, in the fandom a name for it. And I'm sorry. Cause I'm sure there's, you know, bug fans, good chances people who are really into cabin in the woods enough to know that name. So I'm sorry that I don't know it. Please don't, you know, open a glass box with a monster at me.
0: <laughs> so I just created this whole backstory for herself. Which is really cute. Aww. Manuela Jenks- Jenkins. Born on the 4th of July. I don't think I didn't hear about that my whole life. I I did.
1: I also love earlier in the episode, the uh, where he's raised by both a mother and
0: a father. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You'd, yeah. You'd have to specify. <laughs> Willow and Tara are nervous about their sexuality. Mm-hmm.
1: And I love how they get so proud. Yeah. And they're like. We're, We're lovers. Lesbian type lovers.
0: <laughs> Although don't. Don't use the word lovers. Just say girlfriends. I don't I don't care if you're straight. Lovers. Okay, don't.
1: It's like calling your mother, mother. It's never okay. Don't do it. Let's say, well, mother says. No. Just say mom, ma. Or even if you're referring to in the third person, my mother is okay. Fine. But don't ever, like, say, mother, can I? No, no. don't do that.
0: Xander, in trying to convince them that he helps makes them worried that Buffy's incompetent. Yeah. Um. And apparently there are official levels and registries of witches. We're five. <laughs> level <Registered>. five.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if that's really, really low? Like, yeah. what if it goes up to level 100 and you're like, we're level five? And you're like, yeah. uh, oh, okay. so you play with tarot cards. So you sometimes. watch
1: the movie The Craft.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they interview Spike. You're the worst. Yep. If you want her to like you, you're failing miserably. If you I, want her to hate you. I think now, now he's job. just going
1: for like, I I want to ruin her to the point that she is so broken that she will lower herself to going out with Oh, me. so
0: he's gaslighting her. I think so. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, he says that Buffy pays me either in money or blood from a stray victim. Mm hmm. Uh, this is that same spike from a fool for love where he's like, you know, Angel and Drew, and Drew and Darla were my gang. Yeah, he's like, you do you believe the lies that you tell? Do you? I think you kind of believe yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. He's, he's definitely. I love how he's like being all cocky and like seducing the lady watcher that mm-hmm. like wrote her thesis on him.
0: I mean, at one point you feel like, yeah, but then he's trying to help her by getting the inside scoop, mm-hmm. but then he doesn't. So.
1: I also love the cross and crossbow pointed at him. Yeah,
0: she's hiding behind the muscle. Mm-hmm.
1: And they're like so nervous about it cuz clearly they never actually deal with vampires. No. Certainly not ones that aren't like chained up or sedated and something. Well, way.
0: and also the, again, if you wrote your thesis on this guy like he's like the stuff of legends mm-hmm. and he's like not And is
1: Nigel going to save you really? <laughs> Fucking Nigel.
0: <laughs> Physical challenge. Protect the dummy. Da, da, da. Da-da-da. What are you
1: doing? From Double Dare.
0: Oh, okay. Da Okay. Da da da. You're so excited right now.
1: It's Double Dare. <laughs> Mark Summers, the biggest fucking trooper in the history, because you know he had like severe OCD while hosting Double Dare.
0: Oh gosh.
1: Like that is that's a
0: nightmare. That is commitment. <laughs> that's like, terrible.
1: Yeah. He. That's just how like how much of a, a pro that guy is.
0: That's like. Um, let's cover Howie Mandel and Gak. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. <laughs> no. I mean, I would like to just because he's Howie Mandel, but I don't want to be mean <laughs> just because he looks like a, a genie from the future.
0: <laughs> so th- the trick here is that Quentin is going to give her instructions in Japanese. Why?
1: Why, why is this important?
0: Why does this, is this practical for her as a slayer? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to say... Blindfold her and fight. Practical. Got yeah. it. She has to fight in the dark. If you want to say blindfold her and protect the dummy, mm-hmm. got it. Again, doing it in the dark. That makes total sense. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the idea of like not fighting the dummy, but protect the dummy. Yeah. Cool. Instructions in Japanese.
1: Yeah. I mean, even instructions in English is a little like, that's not really how you win a fight is by listening to strict instructions, especially... Like, if you did any research on, she's a much more improvisatory fighter. She's not that formal. Yeah. Um, and I think historically, the show's kind of made the point that the more um, you kind of blend and aren't formal as a Slayer, the better you are as a Slayer. Uh, but they've,
0: from the very beginning, they've been like, no, formality, yeah. buy the books. Yeah. But even, again, like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Even if you're like, well, your your style was sloppy. You, you may have staked that vampire, but mm-hmm. your style was sloppy. Okay, but why are you shouting Japanese at her?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, she trusts her instincts and kicks the guy's butt, but in the process kills a dummy.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, arguably, a uh, dummy wouldn't just be standing there.
0: Fair, yeah. yeah. Well, they're tied up. Glory is in the summer's house. This is a bad day. This is a real <sighs> bad, bad day.
1: So you had a bad day? Glow was in your house. You threw an axe at a dummy.
0: We're writing all sorts of lyrics today. Yeah. I? Uh, I I prefer vampires. I think like the this is weird because you're used to vampires where they're like just you have a home base. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed in home base. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're not out in the daytime, so like you get a reprieve. Mm-hmm. And then it's jarring when you get something like this. It's like, oh yeah, you can just yeah, you can just do look whatever. me up in the yellow pages. Mm-hmm. Show up. Glory wants the key. Duh, sing me a new song.
1: Yeah, Glory.
0: Dawn enters. The way that Glory snaps at Dawn to get her to come Mm -hmm. to her, any preteen is going to be like, excuse me?
1: I think Dawn gets that this is a big threat. She's a little slow on the uptake of, like, Buffy's, like, giving her that look of, like, get the fuck out of here, and she's like, what, should I go? Okay.
0: But she I'll even gets attitude right, yeah. later when she's like, I know stuff. Yeah. Y'all think I don't know stuff. They talk about me. And it's like, I mean, you, this attitude should be directed at Glory, mm-hmm. clearly. Although, man, quality work by the monks. They she, The key is standing right next to her. She's asking yeah. the key where the key is <laughs> and has no idea. That is quality key craftsm- mm-hmm. craftsmanship.
1: Yep. See, the hardest part of making the key is the seams there. <laughs> so A lot of times you get, you know, you, somebody does a rust job right around the face. You can see uh, some of that uh, key energy just glowing out there. You don't want that.
0: No, no, not at all. Buffy takes her mom and sister to Spikes. It's a bad coat. Buffy's coat. Oh. It's a bad coat. Looks like a bathrobe. Yeah. It's like a white terry. What are, you, what are you wearing? That is That is terrible.
1: Yeah, it seems like something that you could see on like a... Fashion runway as a very strong, bold, hyper choice, but in everyday wear, looks silly.
0: I just no. It just, mm, no. Like, it just yeah. looks like a bathrobe.
1: I mean, who doesn't love a good uh, jog in a bathrobe?
0: <laughs> Spike, do this. Do be this, Spike. Don't be mm-hmm. creepy. I mistake mistreatment and torture for love, Spike.
1: Just doing a solid
0: doing a solid the banter between him and joyce Mm -hmm. they both he's polite to her yeah um you know ladies come on in like oh good he's got manners you're watching passions Mm -hmm. i just it's cute and then i like like you think timmy's really dead no he's a doll um (laughs) i googled this
1: oh yeah timmy no i i remember this
0: uh okay so i have never watched passions the google images of timmy the doll is terrifying. Yeah. That's this is a thing. This is awful. Why would mm. you do this? Why yeah. did you do this?
1: Yeah, why well, have a character on a uh daytime soap be a living doll? That's terrifying.
0: That's <laughs> awful. See, Chucky is terrifying. <laughs> Buffy is late to her trial and runs into a knight in chainmail in the murder alley.
1: Ooh, is this the 3? <laughs> Attack I always... <laughs> of the killer red and fair.
0: <laughs> it's a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> uh I would I I want Buffy to say it's a flesh wound or something. I just can't I need her to yeah. quote Monty Python at these people. Yeah. I every time I think about season five, I'm always like, Great, got it. Riley leaves. We've got Glory and the Key and the crazy people. And then it's always like, why didn't I like those last Oh yeah what the hell were those goddamn nights about?
1: Yeah. It does seem like a weird plot thread that definitely when it's introduced, I did not feel we were missing this.
0: No, it does. I don't understand why we needed it. No. Um, It feels like we've got enough and it, it really just as a layer of confusion, I think Mm -hmm. to things. Yeah.
1: I feel like maybe I could maybe see what they're going for. of it being like, She's kind of caught between the two sides. If this side didn't feel so weird and forced and half assed and didn't yeah. come in literally halfway through the season,
0: yeah. And it's, it's so weird that you've got like ancient one gods, scabby demons, knights mm. in armor. What did I is what
1: and like it would be one thing if it if it came off as like if they they came off more regal in there and that they are, were as ancient as Glory, but it just feels like. This is like just one step above a frat club that's been around for a a long time. Like it doesn't feel – you don't feel any sort of big presence from them. It just feels like this weird add-on.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't – especially like Glory doesn't – the fact that she is super old but looks Mm -hmm. like this modern chick is kind of cool. But then, yeah, you're mixing with too many time periods here.
1: You know, a good example of this is uh, uh, Last Crusade, Neon Jones. Where they have like the kind of old order, but they're mm-hmm. just kind of like blending in, and then like they're willing to like sacrifice themselves for the greater good. And it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Not just a bunch of dudes in you know chainmail knocking about.
0: They fight. Uh, Buffy and Mass one to find a mm-hmm. cute boy with a forehead tattoo. Uh, he identifies himself as a knight of Byzantium, Byzantine, Byzantine, Byzantine. by Byzantium.
1: By Menon. <laughs>
0: They seek to destroy the key, and Buffy is in their way. Oh
1: no! If only she could very easily defeat. Oh, she did.
0: She did. Has no one ever heard the enemy of my enemy is my friend?
1: Yeah, I mean, and again, I could see how an idea like this could work, but it just it feels very tired, and they're not doing anything that interesting with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get keep. You want to get rid of the key. Mm-hmm. Because without the key, she can't open up her hell dimension. Yeah. But if you defeat her, same diff. So let's, yeah. we have the same goal. Mm-hmm. Buffy arrives at the magic box, sword in hand. Ooh. And she says, everyone's dying to tell me how unimportant I am. Precisely because I'm not. Well, well, huh? Everyone needs something to me, so I have all the, all the bargaining chips.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She says, I don't need your review. You want me to think that I need you, when really it's the other way around. Who are you without a Slayer? Damn good point. Yeah,
1: you tell him, Buff.
0: So if you went back in a Slayer game, go away. Give me any info on Glory. Reinstate Giles as my Roger. A retroactive pay.
1: <coughs> <coughs> Love it. Yeah.
0: They criticize the Scoobies, mm-hmm. to which Buffy says, "You've got two very powerful witches and an ex-demon. Willow's a demon." <laughs>
1: Oh, so unconvincing.
0: (laughs) I like just her look of like not making eye contact with Willow, but like "Mm, that one. Mm -mm. (laughs) The boy, no real power. The boy's clocked more field time than all of you combined. I've clocked
1: field time.
0: He's part of the unit. Aww. The proud look on Giles' face. Aww, (laughs) proud Papa Giles. But I want an answer from Travers because I think he's understanding me which is repeating what he said earlier, and I die <laughs> from the love of it. Shove it back. I kind of want her to call him sweetheart now. Mm-hmm. Like just, I want to rub it in his yeah. face. Just condescending dickhead. <laughs> uh, Travers tells her that Glory isn't a demon. She's a god.
1: Oh. Credits.
0: Yep. So tell me, this, this thing of the... Council coming in mm-hmm. with the answer, this answer that they've been looking for can't find because she's mm-hmm. older than books. So how do you look her up in books? And the council comes in and they ha- they just have the answer. Mm-hmm. Does this qualify as a de- Deus Ex Machina? Well, I, I don't,
1: I wouldn't really label it that because of the way it's done. Because it's definitely like that's been a thing they've been working on for a couple episodes, but it doesn't feel as dire as to need a deus ex machina and it's also played as kind of like a surprise at the end of the episode where you think like oh the big thing at the end is just going to be the speech that we had and it's you know this big powerful thing and then you think oh, the may the male get some info or they'll probably get the info for the next episode and then you get the big punch of like oh she's a god Buh-huh. so i i don't think it necessarily qualifies as deus ex machina just because of how it's done
0: I don't know, that it was just kind of um, rubbed me the wrong way. We're like, I I like this episode because I enjoy Buffy putting the council in their place. Mm -hmm. And I like this idea of her realizing that, you know, someone telling you that you're insignificant or whatever is their insecurity and them trying to convince you of that. So you don't realize how important you really are. But I also kind of feel like we get this at the end of Helpless. Like when she tells off Quentin at the end of *Helpless*, I get my like, yeah, fuck the council goodies, and it always just kinds of bu- kind of bugs me that they just come in with, oh, we had the answer. Because then I just I start going down this rabbit hole of like, all the other times that they had trouble with the bad guy and the council, we never heard from them, we never talked about them. That it just kind of sucks that now it feels like they only come in because the writers couldn't figure out another way for us to get this.
1: Oh, I. I I'm not bothered cuz I feel like the researchy aspect I I don't really care that much about unless you know there's a specific reason to to make it an interesting thing that they have to go on like some quest to get the information or something. I'm I'm fine with them just having it be exposition cuz that's not an exciting part of the show usually. So I don't really mind it as much when it's, you know, um they don't build up to it as much as other times. So but I I get it. It how it can feel a little a little uh a little too neat.
0: So what do you think about this one? Um yeah, it's a
1: decent episode. I get what they're going for. I like the idea of it kind of being more about the politics of slaying in a way than the actual like slaying part of it. Um but then they kind of they drop the ball with the knights that don't need to be there, and definitely don't need to be in this episode. Mm. Uh, um, what, so that so that uh, uh, Buffy can get a sword?
0: I guess, like, it instills her with the confidence of realizing, like...
1: Because she can beat up three dudes?
0: Just realizing that, like, oh, everyone wants something from me, that must mean I, I have something.
1: I don't know, I guess maybe it wouldn't have felt so forced if they had been established, like, an episode earlier, maybe. But it feels, like, so forced that, like, that that's what feels forced to me is them coming in and being like, "This this will like make me think of the solution to the problem," as opposed to like mm. just kind of coming up with it in a more natural way or a way that's been established. Yeah, as opposed to like this whole new group that's going to be a thing for the rest of the season coming in almost specifically to catalyze this this realization. But other than that, I mean, I I like the stuff with the council because they're so like. It's so so pleasurable to kind of hate them, mm-hmm. um, because of how stuffy and dickish they are. But I wouldn't say this is a great episode or one I go back to a lot. But I, I like enough of the stuff that it did. There are some cool character moments. Definitely Buffy's speech at the end is is really really fun. But going back to what you said, I do think that Helpless is probably a better example of the type of episode where it's kind of like standing up to power. Even though I'm not sure to agree that it's a hundred percent the same thing, but if they're going to do a similar episode, I think it, it needed to be a little bit stronger to really feel like an essential.
0: It's definitely a different lesson than Helpless, mm-hmm. but it, I'm just saying, when like in terms of getting my goodies off about, like, yeah, yeah. fuck the council. It's just another fuck the council episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do I do like the theme of this one of, I mean, I just keep thinking of, there's an Ed Sheeran song um, that's, you need me, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And just kind of that, when people keep needing new things and then putting you down for like, not doing it well enough or not getting to it and you need to do this you need to do this like let's be clear you need me i don't need this
1: same problem that uh uh, she had with the uh riley relationship pretty
0: much yep
1: (laughs) (laughs) so would you be ready to much like giles did and the council did go international (laughs) buffy Tapaja then they read ernie dragon does rind flesh canoe International. So, Checkpoint, pretty standard, reasonable uh, uh, versions of uh, titles. The French is The Inspection. It's what happens. Yeah. German, The Watcher's Council. Sure, it's probably the most council-centric episode in a lot of ways. For Triangle, uh, most of the titles were just Triangle. I'm going to ask you, what do you think the German title uh, not the exact title, but what do you think they named the episode after?
0: Olaf the Troll. Think,
1: what what is what do German titles like to do? That's really weird and specific.
0: Take one thing. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're you're very close, but just get even more weirdly specific.
0: Olaf trapped in the crystal.
1: <laughs> um uh, the, ha- uh, the
0: the hammer of Olaf, The,
1: <laughs> the hammer of destruction. <laughs> like. No. What a weird thing to name the episode after. <laughs> Just my name. Like, I I get that that hammer is a plot point that comes <laughs> up later, but that's not the focus of the episode,
0: guys. I want to play this with all the German titles. This is yeah. great. Ugh. Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week.
1: So I have one. It's a little, little bit of a cheat, but I'm gonna say Quentin's balls.
0: Oh! Oh! Rip them off, shake them, and throw them like craps.
1: <laughs> oh, <Oops>, snake eyes!
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you win. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Yep. I was gonna say there's only one technical slay because the the vamp that spikes it. Whatever. You're fine. Yeah. You're good. You win. Quentin's balls. Done. <laughs> I think the game's just over forever. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Haiti hey Remember, and join us next time when we dust off Blood Ties and Crush. When we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.